You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Shot flew up. Oh, oh it's totally <laughs> uh, now. Chris, how are you? Good, good. I'm ready for uh, for tennis. Weird, weird circumstance tennis. Hey, tennis in any flavor is welcome in my heart. And right. I have been sucking it down straight into my veins. I can't get enough. I'm a night owl and I love night tennis. And so the Australian Open is perfect. And now it'll be the players will have a weird or have the same experience I do, which is like isolated and alone. Like it's going to be <laughs> everybody's yeah. kind of alone. You're out there alone anyway. And now these these players have had so much time to spend with themselves. Yes. What's going to result? Yeah, there were, you know, tweets of players uh, talking about how how hard it was to be in quarantine. It's like prison. I just feel like I wish I could like bet on only children. Like I'm an only child, <laughs> only children tennis players. And I feel like when I hear that, like a month alone in a hotel room, I'm like I'm done. And it's not just because <laughs> I have kids. <laughs> like when I yeah. go on reporting trips, I love that. So oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. I am not an only child. And if I could get away from my child in a silent hotel room with curtains and like a mini bar forget it like right. I, I would do that under any circumstances much less like somebody made me right. That's amazing. right i wonder if there's an only children open we can sort of like manufacture i'm gonna go through now and figure out who might be one because might, i think yeah. you might be onto something like somebody who doesn't need the warm embrace of a, a joyous vibrant family around them because they're right. lone wolves like i don't yes. know if he is a lone wolf but like Medvedev has like a lone wolf vibe yes. to me. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. At least almost estranged from his family. <laughs> yeah, they're like More. that guy. Wow, Danil haven't haven't seen him in a while. That kind of vibe. I also I think he's going to win the tournament. That's based on nothing, but yes, sure. It seems like in wacky times, like I'm ready to make a wacky choice. And Danil Medvedev and his like off brand, off pace knuckleball, like weird shovel backhand, like. He's eight feet tall and nobody knows what he's about to hit, but he's extremely fit and doesn't look like he's expending much effort. Like, I think it's a cool yes. combination that is confusing. Well, he's been super close to a major. It's not, yeah. it's not like unprecedented for, for him to get there. It's incredible, like, how long his arms are. Like, when he starts his backswing, I always think he's going to be late on his backhand or forehand every time, just fine. It's amazing. There's actually a video somebody posted, um, one of my favorite, like, Instagram accounts called The Ace Club, and they posted a video of him playing on my shitty grass growing up in between the cracks uh asphalt tennis courts over here on the lower east side i don't know when the video is taken i'm assuming like maybe you know last year or the year before recent yeah he's hitting a backhand in slow motion flawless the swing is so long his it's arms are so, so long. long he's he's hitting a perfect form backhand in slow motion not even during a point just kind of looks like he's fucking around but it was so striking to me because he's in it was like all of a sudden he's in my context yes. he's in the courts that i know like the back of my hand and he's towering over the like the chain link fence basically totally. and that's sort of how i think of him like a sasquatch you know <laughs> he's like what if del Potro had really long strokes and was even skinnier exactly <laughs> yeah like that guy might get blown away by a stiff wind or he's going to like climb up a, you know, skyscraper. Top five player. Yeah. Top five player. And five. in my predictions, Australian Open winner. You know? Yes. yes. Bold. It's a bold call, but it, it's bold times. Bold call. Sure. 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 Who do you like on the other side? Um, hard not to want to see Naomi make another yes. run at it. But yeah. I have to say my personal favorite, especially because of her off season exploits has been yeah. Garbina. Wow. Yeah. Garbina. I love it. She should have won last year. Yes. I have a real hard time with Canon because she just looks like she's about to cry all the time. <laughs> it just looks like she's not having fun, which is not a vibe that I like. Yes. I like my tennis players to like be a like having a great time out there, 
Yeah. And then just under that, like fierce and determined. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind those two flavors. Those feel appropriate to me. Yeah. Even though I'm kind of more in category one. So I like that when the players are yeah. like smiling and kind of like, it's a game and we're, yeah. getting, we're just big kids, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, but I don't mind the fierce, like I'm going to rip your throat out yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, but like, I might not get dinner because my parents need this vibe of certain players on the tour, especially who are coached by their parents, men and women, yeah. like, like a desperation, like a desperate uh, anxiety. Like yeah. Zverev has this sometimes too, because his like dad and mom are in the box and like, he can't keep a coach around. It's just right. like, that's a specific flavor that I just have a really hard time um, stomaching. And so yeah. when she lost, uh, when Garbina lost to Kenan last year at the Australian Open, I was really bummed because I felt like Garbina should have persevered. And she, in her off season last year, climbed, I think it was Kilimanjaro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like so cool. She's decked right. out in this like expedition gear. And then, so this year off season, she did the same thing uh, with her, you know, sort of like uh, all weather exploits. But instead, she trained with the Spanish Coast Guard. Wow. And so she's doing like helicopter rappelling into like scuba. This is great. It's fucking, it was great. I was like, right. this is cool. Like, I, whatever this is, it's like action movie montage kind of shit. So I don't know if she's playing really well. I mean, she's doing pretty well in this like, you know, warm up in Melbourne that they're having at the site. Yeah. And she looked really dominant actually against Kenan this morning overnight. I was watching it like two and two, like, boom. Wow, um, so yeah. so you know I, I feel like she's comfortable on the courts she almost made it last year and i'd really like to see her see her take it take it home um what about you who's who's jumping out to you anybody you're particularly excited about or like uh, you feeling like might be due do uh i don't see i mean i think osaka's like got 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 to the point where i trust her in majors you know what i mean which is not nothing it's been a while to have like and oh, the we, said, yeah and then weirdly now you don't trust serena in finals like, that's a mm-hmm. big change totally been a bunch of finals in a row now um i my daughter had to write this is such like a liberal suburb second grader project had to like think about like four women she admires and so that she chose like a bunch of people but serena was one of them because like during work i have to like help her with the facts and i was like okay this one i don't have to like do research on Coco Chanel, which is another person. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and so during her breaks from school, I like put on old Serena and Venus matches for so for cool. her to watch. So I've been thinking about that for for sure. And I I and I do like to watch uh, Shvitek play. Like I just like yeah, that's her. what I mean. Shvitek yeah. is category one for me. She looks yeah. like she's having a blast. Blast, and she has like a different game. I totally. mean, like some some people say, like, oh, it's like a dude's forehand. It's like, well, it's like different. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like a top a heavy topspin forehand. It's some like dudes an, have it, and fewer women, but it's a legit. I have it. That's my forehand. Right, but it's like it looks different than the way other women yeah. hit. Right, it's like a little bit like a more like it's like Sam Stozer's forehand with more conviction. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't it. less shanks. Yeah, it, less shanks. Yeah, yeah. Sam so, Stozer's forehand maybe a little less Western when she was like winning a bunch around like 2011 right yeah but like she's yeah she yeah that's so fun to watch and so so she did a like a essentially a school report about serena uh uh cora my 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 daughter yes it's not quite done yet but i had to uh based on the coco chanel thing you can tell she's probably she's really into fashion so like she was kind of like okay on on serena and then i just like google image serena outfit and we just like scrolled through everything she's worn so now she's all in yeah, totally all in. You just need an access point. You know what I mean? You yeah. just need a way in for exactly. a player. And fashion is just as good uh, for me as as others. I mean, I think 
given that our fan is probably dying to hear from us because we do like one podcast a year, I do think it's important that you and I, you know, in the short time we have together, talk about fashion a little bit. I mean, it's a little hard because we haven't seen the full Australian rollout of fashion, but I think it's safe to assume that some of the kits that we're seeing now are going to be what people wear into the next two, three week period. Um, And, you know, I, I think... I think people only listen to this podcast actually for our commentary about fashion. On the I think court. so. I think that's our, that's our core. That's our niche. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I, I feel good. I feel fine about I, it. You know, I feel fine. 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 I feel, I think that, well, the headline I think is like Nike doubling down on like, would you say it's a khaki, like a dark khaki? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of one of their core colors right now, which is original, I think, or it's been a while since that's been a key, a key color for them. Do you, you say that with some disdain? I say that that with, I don't love it, but on the other hand, Nike's been like, like Nike has been like burning my retinas out with all the neon colors. So I feel like, all right, like as a, as a palette cleanser color, I'm on board. Yeah. It's sort of, um, Nike goes to the Patagonia store a little bit. Yes. I'm also seeing some olives, some forest greens. Mm -hmm. I don't love it. Right. I don't love it, but I agree as a zig. It's sort of a different, it's a different direction. Even I think like Adidas is a little more muted. They're more coral kind of colors right now. First of all, I, I want to give a shout out to the company I think is actually killing the fashion game mm-hmm. at the moment, which is New Balance. Yeah. Like, New Balance looks amazing. I don't know if you watched the Daniel Collins um, Serena match overnight. Great match. Three yeah. sets. Danielle is in an amazing kit. She looked yeah. great. New Balance has these great off sort of off court like athleisure uh, yeah. looks like sweatpants with the giant NB logo. They yeah. just did a collab with one of my favorite weirdo brands called Casablanca, which is like this Moroccan French guy who like basically just like puts giant oranges and like tennis rackets on silk shirts, wow. which is a hundred percent what I'm into. Like no problems detected and they did a really cool new balance collaboration i was like huh new balance like this is a kind of a cool thing they they snapped up genie bouchard and obviously they have coco goff who i think is probably you know by everybody's account like if not the highest endorsement deal generating athlete then like gonna be right you know and they make roundage look not weird which is (laughs) is a a huge win a hundred percent. Like how that guy doesn't, and he's looked, he's looking the weirdest he has ever looked. With the hair? Oh the God. hair. Oh my God. It's an emergency of a different order. We usually we're talking about Raphael Nadal's hair emergency. Exactly. Which I can't even comment on anymore. It's just, it's, a, it's gone from high farce to comedy to just outright Greek tragedy. But Milos's hair, I don't even know. He Is looks like ins- a giant line cook at a Greek diner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the kind of like biker headband that's kind of big. Yeah, with the, that hair, right? And he, it and doesn't make any sense. And, and then he also has like the the oak tree legs. Always, it's just it's uh, it's. An, I liked when they were making him look like in his self-professed branding, the right. CEO of Milos Raonic Inc., which I approve of. And he just looked like a you know Patrick Bateman banker. Right. He did. And you'd he be had, like that guy's this, at the Odeon. That guy, I, get, I know that guy. Yeah, he had the you slick know. hair without venturing into alt-right slick hair. Like it was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't look yeah. like a proud boy and he had that like kind of cleft chin. Yeah. He looked like a guy who you could see, you know, fucking out of five, having a yeah. fancy, you know, a martini. Like that's yeah. a, like that's a, that's an area in which I feel like is acceptable. But now his clothes look fine, which yeah. to, to your point is a miracle because yes. the rest of him just looks uncontained. 
<laughs> right, right. Like he's been left out in the wild for, for a while. His, <laughs> his look is feral. It's yeah. his feral. Somebody should just pin him down and just shave his head. Like right. This is like it. Nell. He's the this Nell. This is good for you. Yeah. He's I, the Nell the tour. Yeah. <laughs> so New Balance across the board, I think, has been the most exciting to watch because I feel like they're really owning it. And in a time when the two other like kind of major brands are a little bit muted, which yeah. I'm not mad at, um, but like the, the, they, they kind of like have found their own groove. They're using a lot of like fun pastels or some polka dots yeah. in there. It's cool. It's, it looks crisp and really good. And I, I would think that for a recreational tennis player, like who go, when I go into the store and see racks full of, especially the highlighter years of Nike, yeah, you know, and like Adidas stuff can be a little boxy. Like yeah. none of it appeals to me. I'm not walking out of Paragon Sports with a, with a <laughs> pair, apparel item from the tennis like right. area you know yeah. but i feel like new balance I, I would like actually consider or actually buy, buy. you know which yeah. i feel like has to factor into their thing like it has to be for sale yeah Otherwise, what's also, the point of this yeah and they were they were the dad brand like not long ago so it's like yeah. a pretty great turnaround. yes somebody's engineer i mean the only ding on them is they're from boston and the, the, the less said about that the better it's <laughs> not a real place sorry like austin will give them a tax break at some point and they'll move down to texas so it's fine. just a matter of time. even that's even that's fine for me yeah. um any any other fashion atrocities you're seeing out there or or victories but, well i think that i i saw in preparation for this that nadal is gonna wear pink again i think look he has done he should get an award from the color pink like he has done a lot <laughs> for men wearing pink uh I mean, yeah it works with the skin right right doesn't hurt no he but, has gone past Boca Raton on the Pantone scale. Yes, right. Kev, He's not Kevin, coming back. No, Kevin Anderson could not wear that much pink. It would not work. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. No. It would be also such a huge amount of pink that your retina overload would result right. in epilepsy, I think. Yes. No, Nadal in pink feels right. My yeah. issue with Nadal is apparently the last slam, the French, which he won, which was mm -hmm. so satisfying. He wore a great kit. I think it was blue and gray, if I remember yeah. correctly. And it was supposed to wear a pair of gray shoes with it. But apparently Ooh. the shoes didn't like weren't up to snuff huh. and so he didn't wear gray shoes he wore his own different kit aligned black shoes and it was just a nightmare i right. was like you were so close right and then yes. what happened yes yeah and black somebody explained shoes. like oh he just didn't like those ones it didn't fit or whatever which seems right. like a major oversight like somebody needed to get fired over that i know i'm not right. trying to like you know kick anyone out you know out on the street during a pandemic but like right. You don't deliver the gray shoes to go with the gray and blue kit. Like, right. This is your one job. Totally. Dark shoes are tough in tennis. I feel like yeah. you don't see it much. I mean, like Murray did, but they look like snow boots on him, basically. Murray's whole oh, aesthetic he, was, you know, yeah. I, I do manual labor. Right. Johnny Cash. Yes. That like, was his. Yeah. Yes. At, be at best. Johnny at be Nadal, though, like you're going to go to all the trouble to like gussy him up. Yeah. And then the shoe doesn't match. Like, oi. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I even know not. what to say about that. Right. Oh, one other one we should mention, just as I think it looks quite good, is um, you know, people we have talked at length about Yonex fashion, mm -hmm. specifically as it re as it uh, relates to Stan Wawrinka, mm -hmm. one of the few athletes who not only plays with the rackets, the rackets are played with by everybody, you know, right. super popular brand Naomi Osaka, Nick Kyrgios, you know, yeah. blah blah blah. The clothing, not so much. They only have a few athletes who wear head to toe Yonex. Yeah. Stan is the most notable of them. Yeah the hot pink the hot raspberry mm -hmm. you could forget and right. the shorts yes the, the, the he, most he controversial winning grand slam winning you know plaid i don't know plaid. oh yeah for the french open yeah a, a gray and red a gray and burgundy plaid which is nuts 
Right. It was like uh, it was like French Foreign Legion meets a kilt, basically. He is wearing the Yonex 75th anniversary like whites. It oh. actually is cool because it looks like a badminton outfit. I, should, I don't say that because I have low expectations for Yonex, but just they've they've gone so hard and like, you know, so bad it's good. Right. Kind yes. of vain. That yes. like seeing him in an outfit that's like very on the up and up feels like sort of Way strange. Yeah. But it's it's very classic. It looks like he would enjoy a crisp sancerre with you after he bludgeons <laughs> someone to death with this beautiful backhand. You know sure. what I mean? Yes. So I'll, I'll be watching for that. I'll be watching for that. I saw uh, something which is uh, not quite fashion, but I saw that uh, Lacoste has tennis rackets that they're releasing. And well, they I bought just, Technofiber. They brought, right. And so, but these are just branded. I know that they had worked with Technofiber, and that's mm. where the red, white, and blue French stuff had come from. But, um, but these are just branded as Lacoste. And I just felt like, and they're like, like I looked at the specs and they seem like for like an intermediate kind of player. Like who's the person at a tennis club that has Lacoste? Cause they're probably going to be expensive, right? Like who, like we've talked before about how like different rackets have different personalities attached to them. Mm. Is it as simple as like the rich eye banker is no. playing with Lacoste? No. Okay. no, 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 no. The rich eye banker takes themselves too seriously and gets oh. the Federer 97, like 80 pound racket that they can't handle. <laughs> Right. And then like has chronic shoulder problems for the rest of their lives because they it's twelve and a half ounces, eighteen twenty. Yeah, yeah, you're only squaring the ball up once every three times. Yeah, you're gonna be late on that swing ninety-nine percent of the time. Right. Um no, I bankers take themselves way too seriously and they wanna be hmm. like Federer. Interesting. The French fashion thing doesn't appeal to them. You know who it is? It's a bunch of creative directors. Ooh, nice. Who are not yeah. very good. Yeah. But who want the look? Like, I know exactly who this person is. I saw them at McCarran Park a year ago. <laughs> they were playing with the very rare, I couldn't get one. I was mad about it. Still kind of am. Reissue of the Michael Chang graphite prints oh, wow. that was done in Boast colors. Boast, the company that might be familiar to some as the company whose logo is actually a Japanese maple, but looks like a weed leaf. Right. Yes. And is red. Wow. Rare. Yes. Ultra rare. Yeah. Ultra rare. This is a beautiful racket. White as the driven snow, a few very subtle red, like racing stripes essentially around it and on the grip. And then, of course, the maple leaf uh, stencil in red on the strings. The stencil, wow. And this person could not play tennis, not even close, but they were wearing the whole thing, looked amazing. You know, a rare reissue shoe. I forget which kind, but I could like make a couple up on the spot that like would fit the bill. You know what sure. I mean? Like yeah. that's who's buying the Lacoste limited edition racket. I'm not mad at it. Right. I think it could function as a tennis racket. It's not yes. for beginners because you have to be way too much of like a gearhead to even know about it. Right. But it's on a wa- a lot of walls after being hit with once. Yes. Yes. And it- I, that's that's a, that's fair. You know. Right. I I feel like uh, it's one of those things where like I'm a big fan. Of- that one currently, but I I was a big fan, uh, especially after college of Dunlop rackets because oh, they're yeah. good rackets and they're, they're great rackets. They're always on sale. People look down on them. They're really great. I feel like the cost <laughs> is like the opposite of Dunlop. Yes. Like it's the, they're the poles of never on bag. sale. Nobody's looking down on it. They're looking down on you. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You're you're being judged. Release a small French sigh of judgment whenever you take them out of the right their little slipcase. Anybody three zero and above, regardless of age, is looking down on you. Yeah. Sure. No, it's absolutely true, and yeah. I think that that matters. I'm not mad at it. I think that a yeah. healthy tennis ecosystem needs all of these things. You know, it's great. Like, we need the douches. We need the eye bankers. Those are overlapping Venn diagram. You know, we need right. we need all the types. 
yes. the creative types who get off, you know, with the, the gear release, the hype drops, you know, right. it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. Uh, I would say let's check in after the Australian Open, but who knows when that will be? Who knows what, what, when that will be? I'm just excited for late night tennis. I can't. This is your time to shine. You've always liked staying up late watching those five setters. Yes. And my, so now that you're a parent. Right. Four years ago, my son was born during the Open, which means I could be, op- I was up all night and I had a reason to be. It was fantastic. So I, I hope it. that burned into his brain on some on some level. Well, you've been watching matches five minutes at a time, as, as listeners to this podcast will know. So hopefully yeah. he's, he's ready to catch a few maybe the day after with you. We're, we're, we're almost on that match. But funny you should say that. We're 100% serious about that. One They're deep ago. in the fifth in the 2013 Australian Open quarters. Anybody who's so. listening to this who doesn't know what that means, go back and listen to our episode entitled Five Minute Increments and everything that we just talked about will make sense. It will pay yes. off, I promise. Um, yes. All right, Chris, you're the best. Right. It's nice to talk with you. Enjoy uh, the rest of the Australian Open summer. Uh, I will, and I, I will think of you. All right, you too, Caitlin. 